Welcome back to the Carnivore Yogi Podcast. This is episode 38, and today I spoke with Chris, the owner of EMR Tech. Now, we talked about everything you really want to know about red light therapy, misinformation about the sun, why you probably don't want to wear sunglasses. We talked about testosterone, tanning beds, all kinds of things. We even talked about mushroom coffee, melatonin, I mean, all the things. So you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. I actually heard of EMR Tech the first time from Dr. Jack Cruz, who has been on my podcast before, and I have really been studying a ton of his work and found it incredibly helpful to me. And Chris is good friends with Dr. Cruz. So that is where I heard of EMR Tech, and that's why I purchased the EMR Tech device that I have now myself, and why I reached out to Chris, because he is extremely knowledgeable. He has a really wonderful story of how he was able to heal from vitiligo, which is a condition where they tell you to stay out of the sun, stay away from the sun. And he was actually to heal because of the sun. So very interesting story there. I'm also going to try to put resources in the information section of everything we talk about in here, um, especially the EMR tech device. You can use my code carnivoreyogi10 and save on that device. And as of the release of this podcast, there is actually a Black Friday special going on. I think he's doing it before Black Friday. And so if you check that out, if you're listening to this here, the 20th of October, around that time, you can go on the EMR Tech website. They are having a sale, I think 30% off of all their devices. And then you can take an extra 10% using my code carnivoreyogi10. If you listen to this episode and think, hey, that's something I might want to try out in my own life, then I highly, highly recommend the product. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get to it. This episode is sponsored by Upgraded Formulas. You can use my code YOGI12 and save on anything on the Upgraded Formulas website. I am a huge fan of their magnesium and recently this week have discovered that you actually need magnesium to make ATP. If you are deficient in magnesium, your body literally cannot make enough ATP. And so this is another reason why of all the supplements that I take, the one that I absolutely will not give up is magnesium. And the upgraded formulas magnesium has been the thing that has absorbed better for me than any other magnesium I've ever ever tried. I absolutely love it. And again, if there's one supplement that I had to keep, (laughs) that'd be a hard one, but that magnesium would definitely be up there in my top three. So use my code Yogi12 over at Upgraded Formulas. And if you're thinking maybe I don't need the magnesium, you could always get that hair tissue mineral analysis and actually see the levels of magnesium in your body, along with calcium, potassium, sodium, all these other things that come into play and are very, very important in keeping your minerals in balance. So check out Upgraded Formulas, link in the show notes, and my code is yogi12 to save on everything on their website. Let's get to the episode. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming back to the channel and tuning in. I am really excited about today's guest. I have Chris, who is the owner of EMR Tech, and he has a really awesome story. I want to talk with him about his own personal healing journey, and then we just are going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff today uh, with lights, light therapy. He even wants to talk a little bit about skincare, which I know a lot of you have asked. So Chris, thank you so much for coming here, being here today. 
you're welcome. Uh, I really appreciate you having me on and supporting my business. Um, yeah. Um, so I guess I can start about my past a little bit, just as an yes, please. Um, so I developed vitiligo, which is the same disease Michael Jackson had uh, when I was three years old. Uh, it basically spread all over my body to the point where, like you know, just to give you an example, not to get any sympathy, but they, you know, people would say like, "Oh, did you spill acid on yourself?" And like, uh. "Oh, like you're like." like a zebra or whatever which is ironic because now i like tiger stuff clearly. but um uh yeah so so it was really bad you know it was under my eyes on my neck you know it's like a huge patch on my elbow which literally you cannot see anymore at all wow. um and, and just like random spots all over my torso my feet my knees my shins my inner line like er literally everywhere right like i'm serious it was everywhere and uh and so um basically they told me to stay out of the sun carry an umbrella around I already had like you know peanut allergies so i'm like double autoimmune probably triple but i'm not sure about the third um so i didn't i had to carry a fanny pack around at like six years old and like i wasn't really feeling the umbrella at that point you know no, so, yeah yeah and you know so my mom would like we tried a bunch of different stuff like ta this tar cream which oh my god Look, it's just it's like absolutely the worst stuff ever it's mm. like yellow stuff that you put on and go out in the sun it doesn't really work um and i would have to like go out and get sun it was getting really really bad when i was right like nine ten and my mom uh is a, basically a scientist like right now she's like a, directing a lab for like all the provincial uh covid specimens so wow uh, but um uh but um yeah, she basically found out uh, through library research because Google wasn't around at that point um, about this German doctor named Karen Schellruder uh, who had developed this cream, which essentially reduces hydrogen peroxide concentrations in the skin. Like, I don't know if you know, uh, you know, obviously most people know what, what, what happens when you put hydrogen peroxide on your hair. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, you are. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going with the Aquaman thing. Um, but um, I just can't get in contact with my scalp. Mm. Um, it bleaches your hair and it's a free radical. It's a free radical. It's a reactive oxygen species that's actually generated by your mitochondria. And in vitiligo patients, we have higher concentrations of this free radical hydrogen peroxide, H2O2, in our skin. And it destroys the melanin producing cells, which are called melanocytes. And so this cream reduces that. You put it on 10, 10 minutes prior to sunlight or in the winter in Canada. Here we use narrowband ultraviolet B. So you put the cream on, reduces the hydrogen peroxide, stimulates this thing, upregulates this, this, um, this thing called catalase in your skin. And then 10 minutes later, after it's absorbed, you go into light. By the time I was 14 years old, I'd fully repigmented my skin and I have tanning boost. Like, you know, I had to punch in the password and tan myself since I was like five, but it only wow. started working. And they run a blood test. You can figure out if, if this will work for you. It's a 95% success rate. You can run a blood test 20 years down the line. I'll tell a doctor this and they look at me like I'm nuts. What's the blood test? I actually don't know what the blood test is. They ran it on me when when I did this. It was like nine. So okay, it, it, 
remember his little job. I can get that information. Yeah, it's all good. I was just curious because yep. I mean, this, it sounds like you were and your mom just warrior mom, which I totally relate to that. Just found out that the way you could heal yourself was through light. And then you were probably being told what stay under the umbrella, stay inside, don't go in the sun. It's going to kill you. And she wears sunscreen. And here's the funny thing, right? When you wear sunscreen, uh, especially if you go into chlorine, uh, mm. sunscreens have titanium dioxide nanoparticles and they have a coating outside. The chlorine takes the coating off and then it reacts with your skin and the radical it produces is hydrogen peroxide. So, oh wow! They could literally, like, literally, like, uh, destroyed my life. Like these, these doctors, which I have a great respect for doctors, just not when they give me bad, really bad advice. Like advice that could literally have destroyed my life if I listened to it. So, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that my mom <laughs> did some library research, and uh, moms are the best. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do for your kids. You know, that's with my daughter, with her autism, it was, let's put her on this drug and that drug and this drug and that drug. Cause her behaviors were so completely insane. Mm -hmm. And I was like, something in my gut was like, no, cause I think that's kind of partly how we got into this situation, you know? Yeah. And so we were all about diet and lifestyle. And it's like now to this day, she's not cured, but if she gets foods with like sugars and dyes and all that stuff, then the behaviors come back, you know, the yep. really bad ones. And so, yeah, I understand. I respect doctors immensely and I know in their hearts, they're trying to do the best, but there are cases like yours where it's like, if you listen to their advice, you would have been absolutely miserable for your life. Right. And I think particularly this disease is very poor advice because of the misinformation about the sun yes yeah let's talk about that a little bit i mean yeah, yeah we yeah definitely we can talk about that so <laughs> um i mean this it sometimes gets a little repetitive for me uh but uh but really i've kind of uh <clears throat> done a lot of research on what's called the the human photoprotective response so essentially what that means in layman's terms is your body's natural way of protecting itself against the sun. And, and so essentially what happens is ultraviolet B light, well, ultraviolet A light and ultraviolet B light penetrate the atmosphere and they make it down and they hit your skin. Ultraviolet B, which is what basically bring my melanocytes back to life after mm -hmm. I put on the cream. This is what hits the melanocyte or hits the, hit, hits the melanocyte and it, it triggers melanogenesis, which is the production of melanin. And then it also takes that melanin. So that's the pigment, that's the stuff that makes you tanned. Um, and it shifts it to make a supra, it's called a supranuclear cap. And it's like an umbrella that sh literally, it's like an umbrella over your DNA, uh, mm -hmm. over your keratinocytes, skin cells, DNA. And it shields that from the UVA. The UVA comes down and it, and it penetrates, it would penetrate all the way down and destroy the DNA, but it, it hits that melanin bar barrier and the melanin bearer acts as a free radical sponge. So all those, all those free radicals that are hit the melanin and, and, and react and, and, and 
basically there's a there's a, a lot of free radicals that are produced by the ultraviolet light they get soaked up by the melon the, the melanin sponge and it's like protecting your dna and when you put sunscreen on you block uvb from essentially interacting with your skin so how is that going to happen i mean it's not going to happen and uh i just think that that's probably a problem yeah and then people wear sunglasses also so it's like they're doubly screwing themselves yeah because because okay yeah and yeah most people don't know that but you know melanin you know your brain is also no it's not only your skin but your brain controls you know how much melanin you're producing as well so like mm -hmm. if you're not getting any ultraviolet light through your eye it's it's going to be like well i don't need to produce as much melanin so you always get a better tan if you wear no sunglasses yeah, that's I tell people sunrise every morning because you start that signaling. <clears throat> Don't just go out in the middle of the day. You got to get yeah. the sunrise first, mm -hmm. then go out in the middle of the day. Don't wear sunglasses and don't wear sunscreen and use the Deminder app also, because if you're pasty white, freckled, redhead, yeah, you don't want to spend an hour in direct sunlight right off the bat. <clears throat> Excuse me, yeah. you know? That's true. You got to build up your soil callus, but you yeah. know, just just my anecdotal experience i've been using ultraviolet light like synthetic ultraviolet light and and my skin is not damaged seriously that's it's the not. one thing like so many people are always asking me because you know not everybody i live in georgia you're in canada though so you and you've lived in poland canada like so you don't get huh unfortunately <laughs> you don't you don't get the as much d as i do here in georgia i mean i can i can get d today if i wanted to if i think it's finally stopped raining but i can get d today easily in october yeah, that's true well you know most people in canada can't get the d but if i go up to my room and just plug in a couple of passwords i can get a lot of d yeah so it sounds really weird but anyways <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, uh, so so I'm kind of uh, blessed in that way. And, uh, you know, vitamin D is like highly correlated with testosterone. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's not a bad idea. I mean, oh, it's also hugely correlated uh, inversely with inflammation. Like yeah. if you raise your vitamin D levels, inflammation is going down. If your inflammation goes up, it's going to crush your vitamin D levels. Like, so like if you got COVID-19, <clears throat> uh your vitamin d levels would go down your inflammation was sore just mm -hmm. for kind of like a uh example there yeah uh, and you know so if i and this is just personal just my personal like opinion on like if what, what i would do if i got covid19 i would be like you know in that tanning bed for sure you know like yeah you know, i got i didn't tell people on my platform because i just was wanting to just kind of keep it quiet but i got it it at the end of july and what I did was put on shorts and a tank top and mm -hmm. walk in broad daylight around the, is, is a deserted track. There's nobody there. I made sure there was nobody there, but I literally would like walk around and then I would lay in the sun. And mm -hmm. I mean, I, that's what I did is sun, liposomal vitamin C yeah, yeah, yeah. and rest. I had a headache for like six days and a fever that came and went, but I have antibodies now and, um, I was, my vitamin D is over a hundred now just from sun. That's awesome. That's yeah. Really awesome. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's we, it swept our house and we, I mean, we were all fine, you know, now we all have antibodies, but yeah. And I don't want to say this to people that, you know, 
one way or the other. I, I know healthy people, you know, or people who appear extremely healthy, who've gotten extremely yeah, right. sick. So I don't want to take a stance on the whole thing. I'm just giving my personal experience. And what I did was just like, I'm trying to get as much freaking sun on my body right now as possible because of that anti-inflammatory effect of vitamin D. And it was in the middle, it was July, it was end of July. So it was like, the vitamin D is everywhere. Just go out and get it, you know? You know, and it's, it's the vitamin D, you know, it's interesting because I, I don't know if it's like the, yeah, okay. So vitamin D is correlated, like inversely correlated with inflammation, but like most people are getting like, when they do those like randomized controlled like trials, like red and near infrared light is what reduces inflammation so it's like is it is it the uvb increasing the vitamin d and lowering the inflammation or is it like the red and near infrared light with the uvb that's increasing the vitamin d and reducing the inflammation so it's like i don't really know it's like but like the more sunlight you're exposed to generally speaking the less inflammation you're gonna have yeah. I mean, this is a steroid hormone, right? So you think about a steroid, what does that do? It helps to take the inflammation down. So yeah, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I've yeah. never done the steroids, but, uh, but. Oh Lord, I haven't in years. They never made me a nice person. It's probably been 20 years since I took a steroid, but yeah, no. Uh -uh. <laughs> steroids in Poland, I can tell you that much. Um, <laughs> yeah, lots of different stuff. But anyways, that's another topic. Um, I think I'll probably like I'm I just turned 30. Um, I'll probably jump on some testosterone replacement therapy when I'm like, you know, as my levels like just in in like keep it in the physiological range. I learned this from a guy called Russ Scala. Um, and I, I ran it past my my friend Sean Bean. But if you if you optimize your testosterone, they keep it in the physiological range, it actually uh, reduces the amount of free radicals that your mitochondria generate. So it's like you act, that, that's why they think it like helps with aging because, you know, for that reason. So the red gotta, light therapy then, right? Well, yeah, you can, you, I mean, our lamps are for general wellness purposes. We don't make any like medical claims, right? Like, yes. But, 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 um, there are some, some literature that there is literature that supports sunlight specifically, um uh increasing uh testosterone up to like 200 percent with which i kind of find a little skeptical quite yeah frankly. yeah you know, because if you say your testosterone is 500 well it's going to be like 1500 like that's like super uh, like out of the like you're like it'd have to be pretty low going in for it to yeah yeah, yeah. and so and then but then there was another study where they shined like 670 nanometers on like rats and it did it did do that so i don't think there's any human human studies but you know i've done it a couple of times and they seem to move around a little bit with the light there's like some doing something so yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah. just to back up about the tanning bed thing so a lot of people are asking me you know should i do tanning bed during the winter i have a sparity vitamin d lamp so it's like a little miniature tanning bed and I have to do my legs and then do, you know, like different body parts. So I don't have tanning beds, but, um, you're saying that you haven't really found any evidence to support that the tanning beds, and you haven't had anecdotally any issues with your skin being damaged from tanning beds, right? Literally, literally all my friends are like, you have the best skin I've ever seen in my life. I, I might like my, my new girlfriend, her mom, who literally looks like she has an age, like she's Portuguese and like literally looks like she's like 54 and has an age. She's like, yeah, this guy's skin, like, you know, Sam's going to be jealous or something like that's her sister. I was like, yeah, I don't know. 
but uh, there's like no evidence. I have like zero age spots, you know, and that's what wow. ultraviolet is. So it's like, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, I do have a little bit of, uh, a little bit of fine lines, but I'm a really smiley guy. So, um, you know, I think that's, uh, that's fine. And, you know, I'd rather have clear arteries than, and a couple wrinkles on my face. And you can always get the wrinkles taken out. But I did develop a serum uh, that, uh, because I have been worried about this with all the mm. ultraviolet exposure that I've had. And uh, we're releasing that this week. So I'm super excited about that. I'm going to have to get some of that because yeah. I'm, I'm 42 now. So I need to do everything yeah. I can to keep, <laughs> keep looking it's youthful. Actually, ampules. Like I literally like cracked one today. Oh, wow. I to show you what they look like um uh, it's an empty box i actually use my my own cut this is empty too i've been using all of it here it is yeah so they're like little ampules basically it's a concentrated green tea formula uh-huh um and it's stored in glass with zero oxygen wow so uh but uh but basically what i've learned is topical antioxidants there's like okay so with sunscreen it reduces burning it reduces dna damage it reduces photoaging, uh, collagen elastin degradation. It appears to, you know, reduce mm, gene expression associated with skin aging. Guess what antioxidants do? Every single one of those right. optical antioxidant applications. The, the problem is that the, the molecular size actually has to be under like 500 Daltons or smaller to actually penetrate the skin. So uh. yeah. yeah. So that's why we use the marine collagen. It's 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 a, it's made in South Korea. They so is really, that something you would use like in conjunction with the red light then? Because doesn't yeah. the red light help stimulate collagen production? Yes. So so red light does. Yeah. So specifically, six hundred and thirty nanometers combined with eight thirty nanometers. That's like red one one wavelength in the red visible and one wavelength in the near infrared when that was combined it showed the the most collagen increase under like uh ultrasonography you know some some you know high def picture thing yeah uh, yeah I, I, that, that was a study i read a while ago um but yeah there's there's a couple studies like there's one where the women received, uh, they put green tea, so cotton pads on the women's faces mm -hmm. um, and the red light therapy, skin rejuvenating results were expedited uh, or accelerated 10 times. So they got the efficacy of 90 treatments and nine treatments. Oh, that wow. was with, yeah, that was with um, uh, like green tea, so cotton pads. So I, this is super concentrated. Wow. I, I've seen some weird, serums that are green tea that are like clear i'm like that's not green tea yeah um just tea's got color in it but anyways. right <laughs> yeah i mean that's one of the things like since i've gotten have my red light i've been really really consistent with using it i have um the tall one i always forget i think it's the inferno yeah, yeah that's the one i have in the bedroom and um, I love it. And I've gotten so many more compliments on my skin with people who are like, what are you doing? What's the difference? I'm like, I haven't changed a whole Your bunch of stuff. Huh? Your skin looks really good, by the way. So. Thank you. Yeah. It's, I, I feel like I'm doing all right for 42. Um, cause yeah. I always thought people, when they got in their forties, they would like start looking haggard immediately. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I feel like the the diet and lifestyle and 
the red light has definitely kicked it up a bit with my skin. So I like, I know that's, there's some literature out there, but yeah. And I got to try your, your, um, serum there. Yeah. It's like, you know, you can put it on, you can carry one of those landfills, like in your purse. It's super easy to carry around. And it's like, just absorbs it because sometimes like after you go for a workout, just, you just apply it to clean skin. Then you want to put some makeup on. You don't want that greasy, like serum-y sticky, right? You know? Oh Yeah like water right it's yeah. a lot but most of it's water but anyways yeah, i only thing. use a uh, beef tallow on my face and um yeah i use beef tallow i don't use okay. lotion it's like hydrolyzed collagen extract essentially yeah it's like i just use a it's a little it's called fancy farm and I, it's just they have rendered down beef suet and put it in a jar and boom that's all i use on my skin and I use a tiny bit of mineral powder, but I don't use like concealer and base. And like, I don't have, the only thing I have is mineral powder and a little um, mascara from a natural beauty place. So that's it. That's the worst thing to age your skin. Makeup. Oh my gosh. People don't understand how bad it is for you. Yeah. You want to age like 20 years faster than you're supposed to literally wear makeup like all the time. Exactly. And it's, it's really scary. And I've seen so, like, I've seen a lot of women. I'm just, they're just like, I have skin problems. Can you help me? I'm like, stop wearing makeup. And it literally just clears up. It's done. Over. Yep. Stop wearing makeup and get some sunlight. Over. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. I get sunrise and sunset every day. I'm out in the regular, you know, heat, the sunlight of the day. Or if I'm, if there's no sun, I'm doing sparity. I'm doing my red light and I eat a pretty healthy diet, you yeah. know? You gotta, you, you gotta eat you know obviously that makes that makes a big difference you can um you can also like you know b- besides applying topical antioxidants um by the way green tea combined with vitamin c and e in the clinical literature it shows that like it recycles uh the, the uh-huh. antioxidants have a synergy it's like any it's called antioxidant synergism and basically they recycle each other so they last longer but only in those combinations, green tea combined with vitamin C and vitamin E, which is in this formula. But um, if you drink green tea and put lemon water in it, that orally also acts as sunscreen. Oh, okay. So Wow. I heard about chaga tea, but I hadn't heard about just green tea. tea? Yeah. Chaga mushroom tea. Have you done yeah. anything about that? It like helps up your melanin production? Um, you know... I, I haven't read anything about that. Um, no, I haven't read anything about that, but that's interesting. I'm, I'm literally just trying out some, some tinctures from, uh, from, uh, from a new company with, with, you know, mushroom tinctures. Cool. Great. Oh, I hate them. I can't do it. <laughs> I quit coffee back in February. I've been off coffee completely. And I was a major coffee addict, but I had my other reasons for getting off coffee this year. And, uh, I was going to try some of the mushroom coffees and I'm like, it just tastes like dirt. Like I can't do it. (laughs) It's so gross. Yeah, that is gross. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I did try, I did, there's this one, uh, it's by ceremony mushrooms Mm. and, uh, I, you know, I used it with my blue blockers for sleep and I literally slept really good and did it again. Ah and I had like crazy bad dreams so I think oh. my was like yeah so I don't know I don't know it's been working after the last few nights yeah. I'm somebody who can't take and it's good because now after kind of studying you know a lot of Jack Cruz's work like mm-hmm. I can't take melatonin 
because it will give me the worst nightmares, like horrible. Yeah. Horrible nightmares. Like when I had COVID, I read that, you know, you should maybe supplement with melatonin during that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, to fight some of the inflammation. And then I tried it and I found this guy that might as in, I don't know if you've ever heard of that company before, but he does, uh, it's, it's kind of gross melatonin, like super, super high power dose in suppository form because you can get it. Yeah. Your, your body absorbs it so much. And I know my listeners are gonna be like, what the hell I want to interview him. Cause it's really fascinating. He does it with like glutathione, um, NAC. Yeah. It's is that's uh, okay. Yeah. I think, okay. So 30 to 40 milligrams of melatonin per day is anti-infection and antiviral. Yeah. So I do kind of understand it in the era of COVID. Yes. Why someone would, you know, potentially do that. However, you know, and I, I don't think there's any clinical studies that show that exogenous supplementation of melatonin suppresses, but I think it's pretty logical that it would. I would, yeah. Anytime you put something in your body that your body has like vitamin D supplementation, yeah. I've got, oh my God, if I start talking about don't take vitamin D supplements, I get the friggin' internet after me. <laughs> Y'all chill out you don't understand, don't you understand how your body works? And so like melatonin is the same thing. We can make melatonin, but that's why you're wearing those glasses right now. That's yeah. why my window is wide open. Like that's yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I can actually talk a little bit because I, I did, I have kind of like a photographic memory. So when I read these studies, I like basically memorize them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they found out that that the negative effects associated with taking vitamin D supplements, which is calcification specifically of the arterials. Um, and at really high doses, it's like extensive, extensive calcification. So like, that's like arterial sclerosis, like heart attack stuff, right? And um, it's it's due to vitamin, vitamin D, um, uh, what did they call it? dysregulation okay so that's the new concept of why it's bad for you and it's like well what could disrupt your vitamin d activity more than ingesting like you know synthetic all of it through a pill you know you're supposed to synthesize 90 percent of your vitamin d in your skin and uh you know and it's and it's from cholesterol i mean you know, so, so, and then, you know, also if you don't take it with K2, a lot of people know this, but it right. drives, you know, it'll put the calcium in the wrong spots, especially arteries. And, and uh, yeah, so, I mean, the, the best way to, to dysregulate the vitamin D activity in your body is to get, obtain all of it, in my opinion, from a, uh, from a pill. I mean, this just makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And the, the K2 thing, I feel like most people are, they're like, oh, but I take a K2 with my D3. So it's fine. And I'm like, well, well maybe not. <laughs> you're, you're still your body. You need your body to be able to make this and you're down regulating it. And it's, it's not. Well, a, yeah. It's like, well, what other, what it's like, I mean, besides like, you know, your blood literally comes into your skin. That's why you turn red, right? Like that's why you get a sunburn, right? Is right. like, that's blood pooled up on your skin. Right thermal pooling you can pool like 60 percent of your red blood cell mass into your skin at which point other organ systems will fail really don't recommend that that would be the worst porn i've ever seen in my life 
Yeah. Um, but, uh, but like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, what other mechanism, what, what other, uh, reactions and, and, and mechanisms are bypassed when you just take a pill and just have it, like, you don't have any interaction with the sunlight. Like there's gotta be a lot, like there's studies on mice where they irradiated the, the mice, the hairless mice with ultraviolet B light, and it reduces reduced inflammation in their arteries and prevented arterial sclerosis, which is the formation of plaque in the arteries. Mm. Wow. So. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode with Chris at EMR Tech. We kind of go all over the place and talk about all kinds of interesting things in here. I'm kind of listening to the episode back myself. I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to get a little weirded out by this one, but... <laughs> What's that song, Getting to Know You? (laughs) Uh, I'm in a goofy mood today. But I just wanted to pause and thank you guys for listening to this podcast. It's been really fun to connect with all of you. Please do head on over to iTunes. Leave me up to a five-star review. Please take a screenshot. Share this out on social media. It does help to reach more people. And I always love to hear feedback. You guys are always welcome to shoot me a message over on Instagram to let me know if you have questions or if you have feedback on a particular episode or if there's a guest or a topic that you would like me to dive into. I also want to pause and thank Upgraded Formulas for sponsoring today's episode. My discount code over on the Upgraded Formulas website is yogi 12 As I mentioned in the very beginning, I highly recommend their products and stand behind them. So check out Upgraded Formulas. Use my code YOGI12 and let's get Yeah, so you guys listening to get off the D supplements, go, you know, and you're in Canada, so you've got your tanning beds, right? And so what do you you think that that's fine for people that can't get that D during the winter to just... Yeah, so I don't think that normal tanning beds are good. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. I think that narrow band ultraviolet B 311 to 312 nanometers is optimal. Okay. Uh, reason that I believe that is because it seems to mm, produce. Okay. There's like a double edge, double, double kind of variable here. And I can't remember it exactly, but I know it's better than full, full spectrum UVB and it's, it creates more mutations, but something else evens it out and makes it better. I can't remember why, but it's narrow band ultraviolet B, uh, 311 to 312 nanometers. Um, that's what creates vitamin D in your skin anyways, that specific wavelength. Um, it'll also create erythema. You really only need to spend like two minutes in that device, like, especially because it'll, it's not like a normal tanning bed. Like you, if you spend 10 minutes, it will really burn you. I had a, I have a Sperity, um, vitamin D lamp, which I don't know the, I I don't know the specs on that. If it fits into anything like what you're talking about, does it, is it different than a tanning bed? Uh, so that's, I think that's full spectrum, okay. uh, UVB, which is not bad. I mean, it's better. It's better than, it's, it's is better. it better than a tanning bed? Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. The problem with tanning beds is that they have UVA. Okay. When you cut an apple in half and it gets exposed to oxygen, it turns brown. Mm. That's what UVA does to your melanin, right? Ah, okay. If it's been shifted by the UVB to cover the, the nucleus of the keratinocyte, and then it hits it and turns it brown. If, if you don't have any UVB, which is actually why they put a little bit of UVB in tanning beds, but it's mostly UVA. Mm. And, and you're like getting like acute UVA damage without protection. So if you are going to use just like a standard tanning bed, what I would do 
is I would go get some like 30 minutes of natural sunlight, engage your human photoprotective response, and then go out and get a little bit of color. Cause like, you know, I'm all about getting the color. I did it today. Yeah. 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 A little tan before, before we here, but obviously up in my room with some, with some, it's uh, 50% uh, narrowband UVB and 50% UVA. Gotcha. I I like the color, you know? Yeah, I do too. It's, it's different. It's, it's not something I've ever done before. Cause I've always been afraid of the sun. I've always thought like, you know, cause I'm very pale. Like I grew up, like if I don't go out in the sun, I'm pretty much see-through skin. Like I'm very, very pale. I know I've got like I'm here actually. Swedish, um, Nordic, you know, Nordic relatives, obviously blonde. And yeah, it's like, I have to, I was always just burned to a crisp as a child. Um, so I was like made to fear the sun completely. Yeah. And now this year after kind of learning how to actually go about it the right way, now I have tan and I'm like, oh, I want to keep this. Well, you know, that's, that's another point um, that, that reminds me like, so like, you know, what sunscreen does, you know, it re- reduces those five variables associated with skin, you know, basically degradation. Um, topical antioxidants do it, oral antioxidants do it, and red light, specifically, you know, wavelengths like 630, 670, um, they also reduce that, like Mm. almost all of it. So uh, if not all of it. So, I mean, combining those three things is my personal sunscreen. I'm not making like recommendations for anyone else, but this is what I do. So I don't wear any sunscreen ever. I don't either. When I use my Sperity now, because when I first got it, I was like five, five minutes. I could do five minutes. And I got like the worst burn ever. Like I it was horrible. That's, oh my God. Yeah. That's a, that's a bad foundation. To start. It, was, it was very bad. And so now I do, I've, I've worked up to so that I can do five minutes, you know, but I went, cut back to two minutes and I either take it outdoors. If I can't go outdoors, I have the window open. Yeah. And I also have my um, EMR tech running yeah, on the other great. side of my body. So it's that's like, great. I'm not just going bare in front of this disparity with no lights on. Like I'm trying to get natural light in my eyes mm-hmm. and I've got the red light on me as well. So it's, that's, yeah. That's definitely the way to do it, you know? And I don't think the Sperdy has any really uva in it it might but like it's probably, probably i think not. it's uvb honestly you don't get like brown from it really right you can my let my legs got really tan this summer and i haven't been able to get my tanning in and my i'm still keeping my tan so yeah it's still you can still get tan from it yeah yeah well uvb will tan you but it's like it's like a really long-term like tan it takes like there's three types of tans like acute tanning that's why like you know, when you go into a tanning bed that's full of UVA, mm-hmm. it oxidizes the melanin. Like when you cut an apple open, it's just like five minutes later, it's brown. Well, that's the same thing that happens to the body with the UVA. And it's like, uh, uh, but then there's like, you know, a delayed, it's, I, I forget exactly the name. Disparity like, was delayed. When I got that burn, I sat in front of it that morning. It was like a Saturday morning. I sat in front of it with my back to it for five yeah. minutes. Yeah. And then I was fine all day. And then that night I was laying in bed at like 10 o'clock at night. And I felt like, oh shit, do I have a fever? Like, oh, did I hurt my back? Was I working out today? Did I do something to my back? Cause I felt like I had pulled all the muscles in my back and I felt like I had a fever and I couldn't think about what had happened. And then I'm like, oh God, it was the lamp. And then I woke up the next day and like my back was just 
bright red and then it like oh it blistered it was awful it was really bad <laughs> so it was yeah. yeah it was delayed by like many many hours yeah that's rough the um yeah mm -hmm. I've, I've i've had some bad stories not not from my company but like other companies and like people call me and they're, they're like oh i burnt my eyes like from this UV lamp and i'm like I'm like you're supposed well, to wear the goggles did they not send you like some like information about that like it's pretty important you know like it's like my eyes hurt i'm like yeah i i, I bet they do yeah <laughs> but yeah. actually that was actually a question somebody asked me on um instagram is can you look directly at the the red light and um heal your iris and i was like i wrote her back i was like let me ask him but i don't think so because i got <laughs> like i don't think you're supposed to look at it with your bare eyes right yeah like like yeah so what i can say is that we recommend that you know, I, people can maybe read between the lines here. Uh, direct facial applications, you know, should always be two feet away. Um, and uh, we recommend that eyewear is always used. You know, not everyone does use it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but definitely direct, because our lamps are so powerful, that direct facial applications should be no closer than two feet. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes that makes sense. Yeah, I have my eyes closed. I haven't I'm bad at wearing the goggles, but I just keep my yeah. eyes closed. I personally only wear goggles when I'm in ultraviolet light. So okay. But that's just personal. Cool. Yes, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I guess get, I, I guess maybe we could get into a few of these questions if that's cool. Would that be all right? Absolutely. I guess this big general question is someone who's like, what are even the benefits of a red light? And I'm like, that's a lot of a broad thing. But if someone just asked you that, like, hey, yeah. you have this company, this is your light, like, what are the benefits that someone could see from using red light? So there's, okay, so um, yeah, it depends how like kind of tamed down I want to do it, but I'll do, I'll do a very tamed down version. Uh, mm, it turbocharges your cell engines, essentially. It, it increases the amount of energy available to the cell. It does that, there's, 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 basically there's five enzymes in what's called the electron transport chain. All the food you eat gets broken down into electrons and it goes down this chain, okay? When certain wavelengths of light hit the fourth enzyme in that chain or protein, what happens is it releases nitric oxide, oxygen's more effectively processed because they compete with each other. And then the net result is more adenosine triphosphate or ATP is produced by the cell engine or also known as the mitochondria. That's, that increased chemical energy increases performance in the cell because you know, obviously cells need energy to operate. They have like a hundred thousand tasks that they do a day. If they don't have enough energy, which is a huge problem today, um, then cellular tasks get deprioritized. And if that happens on a regular basis, it can result in issues. Um, and blue light 
literally drains the ATP from your mitochondria by making your mitochondria swell. The electron transport chain extends for every one angstrom increase in, in, in distance between those proteins in the electron transport chain, the one, two, three, four, five, for one angstrom increase, electron quantum tunneling de de decreases by a factor of 10. Um, that's pretty significant when you multiply it by four or five. Yeah. So basically <laughs> improve mitochondrial health um, in a broad, a broad way. I mean, there's the, so many different things that we just normalize as like, that's just aging, right? And it's aging is really due to decreased mitochondria. They, they die off as we get older and the nanometers inside of the mitochondria slow the down. Yeah. The mitochondria become less efficient right. as they as they acquire mutations, they, you know, they, they become less efficient. It's called mitochondrial heteroplasmy. And um, you can actually measure it. Like what, what is your percentage, you know, heteroplasmy. And, um, you know, that's, you know, es essentially what red light does is give your mitochondria uh, a little bit of a boost. So I, I like to cut, use the word turbocharge, turbocharge your engines because yes. that's literally what it's doing, literally. Yeah, and I've been doing a lot of research on uh, deuterium and had uh, a guy from Light Lightwater, Victor from Lightwater on my podcast recently. And he was explaining how red light can actually also augment deuterium depletion, which is deuterium is kind of one of the factors that slow down those nanometers in our mitochondria, which essentially causes us to age, right? Yeah, I mean, Here's a, I actually haven't gone down the deuterium path too far. That's just something that I've been like, you know what? I'm, a, I'm, a <laughs> I'm just gonna wait on this one. Yeah. But but I do know, like you know, I've heard that like you know, if one deuterium particle gets caught in the ATPase, it like stops functioning, which mm -hmm. is not good. So yeah, that that stuff sounds pretty bad. Yeah, they were. I just thought it was interesting that they were big proponents of. The red light therapy as well like they were yeah. just kind of talking about how helpful and beneficial it is yeah yeah that makes sense i think i think the deuterium depletion combined with the red light therapy would be a synergy also there's there's three studies that show that coenzyme q10 combined mm. with uh with um red light uh is a synergy as well it increases oh, cool. the, the efficacy of, of that so Awesome. I've been doing a lot of CoQ10, so maybe that's why. That's why it's Hopefully it's working. <laughs> awesome. I do CoQ10 too. So yeah, you know, I do CoQ10. It's, uh, it's, uh, I don't take many supplements, but I don't, uh, yeah, I try not to take a bunch, but that's one of my staples right now is the CoQ10. Yeah, that, and I take some magnesium just because I, I feel like, I feel like, um, I'm just like getting burned out of magnesium. I can take so much magnesium and like, it doesn't cause me any like, you know, gastric issues or anything. Mm -mm, me either. Yeah. I can take like 600 milligrams a day of like super absorption or whatever it's like. Yeah. Like, I use um, upgraded formulas. I don't know if you've talked to Barton Scott at all. I'm going to have him on soon. Um, but he is the owner of upgraded formulas. He's got nanotechnology for his magnesium, that stuff is freaking amazing. I absolutely love it. And I take it every single night. I could take like five capsules of it though. And my stomach would be totally fine. Yeah. It's, it's because my, I used to have, it, it really depends on the magnesium. That's true. You know? Yeah. 
It does. And that don't we need a certain amount of magnesium to synthesize vitamin D, right? Uh, I actually don't know. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Rimko was telling me that recently. So that's why. That yeah. And she, she's probably right. I mean, it, it regulates like a lot of like 300 things in our body or something. I don't know too much about magnesium. All I know is we're all deficient and, uh, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love getting the hair test that I do the upgraded formulas hair test because you can actually see like what your body is absorbing right. and using versus mm -hmm. doing a blood serum test. You really can find out like what you're absorbing. And I've never, with as much magnesium as I take, I've never tested that I have too much magnesium, <laughs> even with yeah. as much as I supplement. I'm like, okay, well, you know, keep it, keep it, keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Tests are where it's at for sure for minerals. Yeah, definitely. Well, I guess that some of the other questions, I have a lot of repeating questions, but most people want to know like what time of day they should do the, th the red light therapy. Yeah. I think it's, like in the mornings best like mm -hmm. even my small like little fire fire wave um technically i don't use the word therapy because then it's mm. it, like therapeutic connotation but that's not your fault i just have to address that um so i just say red light device um <clears throat> but with the little red light device called the fire wave um if you prop that up in like in like um so that the central cob chip is in line with your chat like sternum like uh right here um and then you sit in like meditations pose like kind of like buddha mm -hmm. you, can, you can kind of like achieve full body irradiation at like 1.5 to 2 feet which is you know sufficient levels of irradiance to be effective wow. um, in improving general wellness um and, uh, and, you know, I, I think like 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at 1.5 feet or 30 minutes at like two feet. Um, that's generally how I start a lot of my days when the sun is not out. I'll mm -hmm. just, I have, I have my notepad as, you know, as an entrepreneur and I'm like, that's, you know, I'll do some at night, but then yeah. in the morning I have to recheck it and see what's going on. And actually, um, other times, if I'm feeling kind of low energy, mm -hmm. I'll do some deep breathing and kind of try and hyper oxygenate the tissues. Because uh, if you remember uh, how, how I explained how red light works, it allows it unbinds when when the red light when certain uh, wavelengths of red light hit the fourth enzyme in the mitochondrial electron transport chain, it releases the nitric oxide and oxygens you know, process more effectively. So if you hyper oxygenate the tissues, you know, logically it's, it's going to be, you know, better. Yeah, absolutely. You feel better, but that's probably just because I meditated and I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that does help. I mean, I am carnivore yogi, so I do, it's, yeah, it's, I do yeah. heavily believe in the yoga and meditation thing. It was like my entire career until I fell into this online gig a few you know, years ago. Huh? You know, I, so I was taught meditation by like someone literally from India and oh, cool. uh, yeah, and, like super, like super yogi though, like totally like, let me touch your head, give you prana, like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually like one of the most acclaimed osteopaths in the world, but wow. uh, it's my neighbor. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I've known her for a long time, but um, uh, at one point I was like, I was going like so far into the meditation that I would like basically like lose consciousness. And I asked her, I was mm -hmm. like, I was like, what's, 
like, am I doing this right? Am I like in there? And she's, she's like, Buddha always keeps one finger on the ground or something like that. And I was like, she never tells me what it means, but I'm like, I think it's like in between being like totally like not conscious and like, like being conscious. It's like, but that's that really hard place to find. And so that's why it's so hard to get to. But yeah, I was like able to move blood around my body and like, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I'm a huge, huge meditation fan. I do, um, it's Vedic meditation. So you have to be taught by a teacher. You have to go through some things to actually learn how to do it. And I've been to Bali and done like 10 day retreats on this type. I mean, I'm a huge, huge meditation person and you can definitely transcend to some pretty interesting states. Um, it's, pretty, it's fun stuff. I mean, it's, for me, it's cool stuff. Like I could, I could talk about it all day, but my fans would probably not, you know, they'd be like, what the hell is, <laughs> we just want to, we want to hear about like your food. We want to hear about science. Yeah. We don't want to hear this woo woo crazy stuff, but right. yeah, that's, it's definitely a, a big part of my life. So I'll have to, to try it out. Never hurt anyone. Never hurt anyone. Huh? Never, meditation never hurt anyone. No, definitely not. Not at all. Not at all. It's been immensely helpful for me immensely. Um, back to the red light. Mm -hmm. What about doing it in the evening? I notice on my device there, it's like turn off the, um, I never have time to do it at night because I have family and it's like, I can't get away from them. But isn't it like you have to turn off one of the switches if you're going to do it at night? Like, how does that work? Yeah, because like even too high, like light intensity, even if it's in the safe zone, which is over 620 nanometers. So if it's red light only, um, even if it's too bright, it can still mess with your sleep. Mm. So definitely turn off the central cob chip, which is like super bright. Um, and and then just, you know, I. It, yeah, I, I mean, I just use it to illuminate my house. Obviously, I have like, yeah. like many of these devices just lying around, you know, like, you know, so. Yeah, it's easier probably than walking around with the um, blue blockers. Well, you know, I do that too. But at the same time, you know, like there's like, there's, there's some, there's some companies that say you have to wear these blue red lenses for like two to three hours. And that's yeah. not necessarily true. The, according to the literature it's like you know melatonin sufficiently restored after one hour oh so, okay so i don't know what they're talking about but anyway so yeah that's one thing it's like walking around or i heard you talking on your stories about that on instagram you're like yeah sometimes you just want to watch a little you're saying you want to watch avatar and you can't really watch avatar with with the red glasses on it's hard to actually see what's going on enjoyable and it's like you know so i use these yellow lenses up into the point where i'm like okay in one hour or 45 minutes approximately i'm gonna go to bed and then i pop on the red lenses put on some show that really doesn't you know require yeah. any any color and uh yeah yeah awesome um, is there a particular room that it's better? I'm just looking at some of these questions. Is there a better room for the red light or can you just do that? Um, you know, sit in front of the device in any room. Is there an ideal or better place? Honestly, I like keeping it on my nights, the little one on my nightstand table, even the big firestorm I, I've kept on my nightstand table. Um, because literally you can like just roll over like out of bed like I lie like soldier position like sleeping but it, but if I roll over turn on the device it usually takes me like 10 or 15 minutes 
to like wake up anyway. So that, oh. thing, that thing will wake you up. Um, um, you know, actually, generally, I, I open the blinds and uh, for the natural light, and then I'll kind of just go lie on my side and turn on the the red light. And then I actually I've been putting on the the facial serum, mm. uh, and then um, just doing like 15, 20 minutes like that. And it's just super convenient. And it's like, you know, really user friendly. And then also when you're reading at night, it's like, you can use that light on low power to kind of illuminate your bedroom. Yes. And it's, uh, it's a convenient place to put it. Yeah. And, and is there um, anything you need to do as far as like turning out the rest of the lights, opening a window yeah. or turning, yeah, does it matter? Yeah, I mean, turn on, turn like the the whiter the light, like in your house, like the LEDs, like the reason they're saving energy, you know, for your home is because they're stripped of the red spectrum, which your cells feed on uh, and need. Um, and they're actually inflammatory. Mm. Um, they're not just not beneficial, they're bad um, for like many different reasons. They're actually super toxic, but. Um, yeah, turn off those lights, turn on the low power fire wave. It's enough to illuminate the residence. And, you know, sometimes that I have this anecdotal information from people, but sometimes it adds a little bit of romantic ambiance to the, to the evening. So, so yes. Yes. Yeah. Ending point on that, on that note. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we have to think about light. It's, it's different. Like this year I've just been doing this deep dive because I did, you know, carnivore diet so strictly. And I was so obsessed with getting the food perfect and I was getting the light totally jacked up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was able to connect with some quantum people and I have had to just change my whole routines around light. And what I've learned is like the light is absorbed on our skin, our mm -hmm. eyes. And so something I was just listening to this morning is like when you're inside the house and you're near any artificial, you know, lights, put on some lenses, like you've got the, the blockers on cover your skin when you're yeah. outside, have as little covering your skin as possible, but inside to protect yourself from inflammation, essentially, right. Mm -hmm. Cover your skin. Right. Yeah. And also skin aging. I mean, yeah. The fastest way to age your skin is not actually from a tanning bed it's from looking at your computer screen like we're both doing right now right uh, because it actually generates more free radicals you know than than a, than a tanning bed the only reason i have this light on right now is because i'm doing a podcast and i want the you know lighting to be a little bit better otherwise i never turn on any lights in my home yep that's the way i am too i get mad if people turn lights on <laughs> and, and the next house that i buy will be like uh windows everywhere yes that's a bit i mean we've got a big window in the front of the house like i that's a requirement for me is outdoor living space and lots of windows like it yeah absolute requirement vegetables pull a pull a matt blackburn you know yeah uh, you know maybe no i'm not gonna get the goats no <laughs> No, I'm not going to pull Matt Blackman. No, uh, he's, he's a little, like, little much for sure. Yeah. He's funny. He doesn't have any kids or wife or any of that stuff. So he can do all the crazy stuff. But most of us and most of the people that are like listening to me and follow me, they've got kids, they've got husband, they have jobs. A lot of them have like nine to five jobs. And so when I make content, I try to 
talk to them as well, because when I talk with somebody like Jack Cruz and I'm like, well, what is somebody that has to work behind a computer, you know, and be indoors a lot for their job and for their life and for their family, what do they do? And he's like, quit their job and move. I'm like, yeah. well, <laughs> I can't really tell people to do that. So what can we do to help mitigate that type of a lifestyle? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I, I think essentially hmm, you, you just want to put more pump more red light into your body and more ultraviolet light. Like you just need to increase your quantum yield. Essentially. I mean, I think Jack would probably agree with me. It's like, yeah, move if you can, but like, you know, COVID's destroyed so many businesses. Oh, that, yeah. You know, I mean, like a lot of my friends don't have these kind of like options, you know? Yeah. So, most people don't. Most people, like I said, they've got kids, they have family, they are tied to the job and the place where they live and they can't just pick up and move because they don't get vitamin D and, yeah. you know, like, so we have to find out like ways we can mitigate these things and be reasonable <laughs> when we give advice. And it's like, I'm like, a, I just turned 30 and I'm like, you know, I actually want a girlfriend, you know, I want a girlfriend. I just want to move out to like, uh, in the middle of northern canada and just be alone like just right drink bourbon every night and like just hate myself like i don't want to do that well i mean <laughs> it's like why are we doing all these biohacks why is my window open why am i outside why am i doing all this stuff to improve my mitochondrial health because i want to live longer yeah, and yeah. be able to enjoy my family and be able to enjoy living and doing these things. So it's like, if I could go live alone and do all this, it's like, what's the point of that? You know, you know, I, I do it. Cause like, you know, I, I work hard similar to you and it's like, I actually want to enjoy, like, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not the kind of guys going out and like buying cars and stuff like that. I don't give a shit about any of that. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I actually don't even have a car. So yeah, yeah. I didn't have a cell phone until I was like 25. I really, I'm seriously, I don't care about it. Um, and, uh, and like, you know, I'm trying to like enjoy my life, like later on, you know, make some sacrifices. So I'm trying, you know, I want to live long, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I feel. I'm like, it's about quality of life and people think yeah. I'm crazy because I'm, I had a comment on the last podcast I did with Victor from Lightwater about the deuterium depletion. And they were like, you know, I think the title of the podcast was like, what's the real cause of aging? And because we dove really into what you and I were talking about with the mitochondria and the cell death and all that stuff. And that's really why we age. We can sit here and quibble about grams of fat or protein or this, that, and the other, yeah. But essentially, it all comes down to what's happening in your body is aging. And someone said, we all have to die at some point, like in the con and it was a YouTube comment, you know, <laughs> yeah. YouTube, I love you guys, but y'all are harsh. And I got to delete half the crap you put under my videos because it's just not right. nice. Um, <laughs> it's not nice. And I was like, yeah, we all have to die, obviously. But do you want to um, be miserable the last 15, 20 years of your life? you know, the way I've seen my parents and, and my husband's yeah. parents just it's brutal, you know, infirm. I, yeah. yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And then on top of that, you got this, this, this pandemic really just keep them inside. It's really sad. Yeah. Really sad to see, but that's a whole different discussion. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, I just briefly, everyone knows that I gained like 20 plus pounds during the pandemic and I, it was being inside on my computer, on my phone. I'm like, I've got this platform. I'm going to work really hard on it, do my podcast. And I wasn't going outside. I quit going around teaching in studio, which is what I had done for like 10 years. And yeah, I gained a bunch of weight and I really didn't change a whole lot about what I was eating. I didn't go on the sugar binges. I stayed on a carnivore diet and it was because my relationship with light and being indoors was so jacked up and I didn't know it was even a thing. Uh Yeah, that's, that's wild. I think probably it's easier for women to to have that happen. Oh yeah. And they're 40 too. It's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You got to keep it pretty, pretty uh, in, in line. I think. Yeah, things start slowing down. I mean, you're after age 25, that's when you start to decline. The mitochondria starts to decline. People don't realize that either. There's, it's just how it works. You can't avoid it. It's life. <laughs> and when, when you're, when an engine in a car dies, you know, this is like the famous Jack crew It's like, you know, Jack Cruz line, like, you know, if it, like what happens when, when the engine in the car dies, you know, it's like you die. It's, <laughs> right, it's over. There's no coming back from that. So no, no, like, it's like the most expensive repair that you can do and in a body you can't. Right. That. Exactly. So you can't buy new mitochondria at the moment. Right. The one thing I was listening to, I was actually listening to uh, Dr. Cruz on a podcast recently about his nurse's um, dad that had, he was like 80 and he fell off the roof Mm -hmm. of the house. Mm -hmm. And he, that was, he actually mentioned that he had her dad come over every day and sit in front of the EMR tech um, Mm -hmm. with his leg. And at 80 years old, his like the leg healed like that just like super super fast and yeah. an issue he had with his eye also went away i can't remember if, if it was yeah you might know more about that because since it's your light <laughs> yeah i was talking to chantelle his his girlfriend, yeah and yeah uh and she she's like yeah jack literally thinks that this like you know your light like took that problem away essentially and i'm like well i'm really happy about that you know but yeah 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 that's a, a firehawk that uh that i sent him and i think uh, he's enjoying it but uh he's a good friend and a good guy and well deserved so yeah i just thought that was cool and you know that it can be used when i actually um <laughs> i got these new shoes they're like grounding shoes and they're supposed to have like copper and stuff so you get you know more electrons uh from the earth when you wear them outdoors because i love hiking I'm like outside hiking as much as I can be. And so I wore the shoes and I did like, oh my God, like 10 miles or something stupid, just in brand new shoes. And I gave myself bursitis in my ankle, like a dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Because I wasn't used to the fit of the shoe. And the next day, all I did was ice and red light, ice and red light. And the next day I was fine. I couldn't even walk on it that Sunday. I woke up Sunday, could not put any pressure on my ankle at all. It was so painful. The the reason that it works like that, uh, you know, the, the main thing is that it resolves, uh, or sorry, it turbocharges the cell engines, the mitochondria, right? Provides extra ATP, but red light, the second thing it's known for, and these are really the only two things that it's known for, but there are wide implications for these two things. Um, is it resolves acute inflammation. 
So like if you get, so say you cut your skin, um, that's acute inflammation. Like, uh, and when you shine a red light on it, it resolves the acute inflammation faster. So you can get to the like dermal remodeling process and, and you know, or sorry, actually pro proliferation first, but then, but then dermal remodeling. So it heals faster. And essentially that's what happened with the, with the bursitis. Yeah, I was, I was just shocked. My husband was like, were you faking it yesterday? Cause you know, it was Sunday and <laughs> he thought, you know, maybe she's doing this so that I have to do all the work with around the house and with our kid and all Cause I couldn't even cook dinner. I was like, you gotta go get food. I can't cook. And he was like, Great. cause the next day I was out just like back to it. He's like, were you faking? I'm like, I swear to God, I'm, I was not faking. So I was just using my light and icing it and yeah. So that's like the majority of the questions that I got on Instagram. And then just even with my private group members, they were just like, does it heal this? And can I use it for that? And what about this? And what I'm gathering, and maybe you can correct me or add to this is that if you have some sort of issue going on in your body, that's caused by inflammation, then mm -hmm. this could be something that might be extremely helpful in taking yeah. the inflammation down. Right. I think that red light is extremely like applying red light uh, to your body is a red and near infrared light is extremely helpful. I can't make, you know, direct claims. claims or therapeutic claims. My lights emit red and near infrared light, the wavelengths that are most appropriate and uh, they are used to improve general wellness. And we've had a lot of success with the general wellness increasing. So that's kind of what I can say about it. I appreciate that. I mean, because I have had people on the podcast that are, that make kind of, you know, crazy claims about things and you're mm -hmm. like, yeah, but I mean, from what I'm saying, if you when I'm, when I'm hearing, when I go out and I actually listen to people telling stories about things that they've been able to heal with red light and, and issues that. Yeah. I've heard some stories, believe me, I've seen some pictures. So yeah, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, I can't get into it, but yeah. Yeah. And, and can people do too much red light therapy? Is there such a thing as that? Yeah. So there's this, there's something called biphasic dose response. Basically there's a bell curve Mm -hmm. where like the, the the generally there's like very little adverse reactions to red light um and uh, that's why they're considered low risk devices um however uh if you go over the bell curve uh, in terms of like joules you're absorbing then then you can you can take away the good positive effects um and so you know if you stick in the recommended uh, uh time frames then you're going to be good uh, our guides are super conservative um so you know if you feel like you can tolerate it you can even double those dosages but um yeah cool yeah i mean i i always have those people out there that because i'm i'm like a tell me it's good and if you know one hour is good then i'll do six like that's just me yeah I so i always have to you know like with fasting that's what i when i discovered fasting i thought it was the most amazing thing in the world and then i did so much fasting that i completely you know tanked out my hormones and stopped sleeping and yeah. <laughs> was like well it's good but not to do 
all the time yeah. every day, you know? You gotta, you, you gotta be careful with the fasting, especially when we're in a nutrient deficient state anyways, you know, it's a, you know, I do, I haven't eaten this morning. I, it's probably because of like, I've drank like, you know, three a bunch or four. of coffee. <laughs> I had three to four cu cups of coffee is actually like proven to like, you know, basically help with every single like nerve, like degenerative disease, like known to mankind. It's like a miracle drink. Uh, it has to be filtered and it has to be black, but yeah. those are, yes, but like literally like, I know some people don't like it. Some people have different opinions. Like there's a lot of clinical literature out there that says like, it's like the best stuff ever. But it has to be organic too, because it's most sprayed. Yeah, you got to go with a good brand like Purity or um, I know Dave Asprey's brand. He has worked hard on that one too, the Bulletproof brand. Yeah, yeah. you got to be careful because it's full of stuff. Yeah, I, I have other reasons for quitting coffee this year that I will yeah. reveal at a later date to everyone. Um, but yeah, I, I love um, coffee. It's wonderful. Never quit coffee. <laughs> huh? There's absolutely nothing in my life that would ever make me quit. <laughs> I've heard that from a lot of people. It was definitely really, really hard to, to give up because it's the one, I mean, I don't drink. Um, I'm a recovering alcoholic. Like I have five years sober and that almost destroyed my life. And that, so like, and I don't eat sugar. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm just pretty boring. And coffee was like my last little, little vice, you know? And so I, I was mm -hmm. like, huh? Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. I, uh, I enjoyed too many bourbons. And, and so I would, uh, if I could, I, if I could just have like a couple, but I yeah. need like 30 and then I got to do it all day. And so just, you know, I had to cut that out. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it though. <laughs> Being honest, like I like to party a little bit. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, just in all honesty, yeah, I had nothing wrong with that, you know, as long as, like I said, I just took it too far. It was like every day was party, like doing laundry in the basement is party. Like there, it just, you know, wasn't moderation and everything in moderation, even moderation, right? I'm not, I'm moderation. I don't know what that is. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, I understand just even like five years into recovery, you know, recovery and getting my life together, I still. <laughs> I'm not good. It's either you, you hike for like zero or like five hours. Like we don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's actually good for in a business sense because yeah, yeah I know I already, you know what I'm talking about already. So yeah, hundred percent. Cool. Well, one okay. more question I had, I know you probably got to get going in a sec. We've been talking for a while, but, um, <laughs> One of my group members actually asked if I would oh, ask is going to come over and and uh, and uh, and probably get on my case a little bit. But, but who is my father? Yeah, oh. he, likes, he likes coming over and what are you doing? You, what are you doing these days and get on my case. You working hard? I'm like, yeah, I'm working hard on my tan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my group members wanted to know she's got kind of an older model juve and i guess she was like concerned with the flicker rate on it and she was like i'm really now that i'm kind of reading more about flicker and how it's not really that good for you she's considering just going ahead and investing in one of your devices and so she asked me if i would ask you specifically about the whole flicker thing and i was like yeah because i have no clue about flicker i'm happy to discuss this um, so basically Jack Cruz was the kind of guy, he was the guy who 
made me start thinking about this like four years ago. And um, basically all you have to do is upgrade the power driver. So the fact that there's still flicker in still in companies units, there's like, I just don't understand it. Cause like, it's not that expensive to upgrade that you got to use an AC linear power driver, but in any case, um, so it's not actually measuring the flicker, uh, the flicker percentage, like it's like the amount of light flickering and Jack Cruz thinks that obviously it causes, you know, epileptic seizures in mm -hmm. people who have epilepsy, but he thinks it causes central nervous system dysregulation, um, in everybody. Mm, okay. And, and so, you know, if you film your diodes, like a lot of diodes, especially if they're LED or fluorescent in slow motion on your iPhone, you're going to, you're going to see it flickers. Mm. Um, it blinks. It literally blinks. You can't see it with your human eye because too fast, but, um, but yeah. And then the, you know, so we measure the flicker, we put it on video and, you know, and at the distance that's we think is appropriate based on, you know, some science, there's other companies that'll take, you know, spectrometers and, you know, measure the flicker and be like, Oh, it's got 0%. Well, flickers an EMF. So mm. it's a square law and, you know, the farther away you are from electromagnetic field EMF, the lower the, the reading's going to be. So they're like, you know, they're like holding it back like two feet from the, from like a device with lower radiance. It's just not an applicable. It's kind of, and these guys are like engineers. Like I, I yeah, they should know better, you know, considering yeah. basically only past high school. I mean, you should know better really. Right. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I never understood the whole flicker thing, but I mean, if you're under like LED lights or like, as you know, Asprey calls it junk light, then you're getting a lot of flicker, right? Like I lit now yep. I'm so sensitive to it. It's ridiculous. Yep. You don't have to tell me about it. I'm i I'm like the kind of turn your phone over every time my girlfriend's like, are you hiding something from me? I'm like, no, like, I just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's red always. Everyone's like, how can you even read that? I'm like, I can't really, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I can see what I need to see most of the time, but yeah. yeah. You know, that's all that I, yeah, it's just, you know, the 80, 20, 20% 80 rule or whatever Tim Ferriss talks about now. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was at a, everyone thinks I'm crazy when I go to a recovery meeting, I go like a few times a week, you're under like friggin' fluorescent lights and no windows open. And so I sit in there with like my jet, my sweater on like down, you know, covering my arms and blue blockers Yeah, no, in the meeting. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care if I look weird. I have the RA optics, like day lenses. I don't know if you have the, the day lenses. Um, Sorry. You have the day lenses. Yeah. Um, this, this okay. One. That's what you're wearing. Yeah. So I'll wear the day lenses. So it's not quite as weird, but that's yeah. Matt's in Russia. I actually reached out to Matt and I was like, you know, be careful. Here's what I learned in, in Poland. Oh yeah. You know, they're, they're, they think they're different, but I'm not sure how much different they're. Uh, so anyways. Yeah. I, I talked to Matt out. also. He sent me the, um, the day lenses and we're going to do a podcast whenever he gets back from Russia or he's all over the place now, but yeah. Having fun. Yeah, he is. It looks like a lot of fun, but yeah. I mean, people think I'm weird as hell. Cause I'm sitting in the, in like at nine 30 in the morning with like a jacket and like pants on and like blue blockers. And I'm like, Hey, 
I'm here, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Weird but it hurt. It gives me a headache now. The flicker lights. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's like two things in life that give me headaches. One's my father, and, <laughs> and no, I'm kidding. I'm serious. No, he's cool. Um, no, but yeah, definitely. I don't get like super bad headaches from it, but I feel my energy get going like drained from it. Oh yeah. Get tired, and I feel like I have dark circles more under my eyes. Um, and uh, also, it's destroying my my vision. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a no brainer. Plus, these are like twenty four karat gold, and they make me look like Paul McCartney. I love them. They're they're hot. I like them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always just tell people kind of balance things out. Like as soon as I've been on the computer talking with you here. As soon as we hang up, I didn't know it was going to have a little sun today. I'm going to be outside in a tank top and shorts walking for at least the amount of time that I was on the computer, if not more, if I can get away with it. Yeah, I'm going to go pull out a chair. So then when my dad pulls up, uh, he'll see me working. Nice. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. Where can people find you if they want to look into some of your devices or the awesome glasses that you're wearing? What's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, um, so... I mean, you can you can call me or text me. My number is 416-988-8640, I think. Um, or email me at emrprotectionservices at gmail.com. Uh, Sarah's got uh, a, a link to my website. So uh, she can- I'll put that in the information, yep. And then, um, yeah, that's probably the best way to contact me. But I'm literally, I'm happy to answer. Sometimes it takes me 24 hours, but I will get back to you. Cool. And Thank even you. Even if you're not interested in like buying my product, you know, I don't, I'm not like. Well, that's nice of you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Cool. I'm here to help, but not, not, not. It's, uh, that's why I started this business in the, in the first place. So. I love it. Well, thanks for coming on chatting today. Thank you so much, Sarah. Have a great day. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Chris from EMR Tech. As a reminder, everything we talked about is in the show notes. And if there's something that I did not put in the show notes that you have a question about, feel free to reach out to me over on Instagram. Just send me a direct message and I'm more than happy to help. Um, this episode, again, was sponsored by Upgraded Formulas. You can use my code YOGI12 for anything on their website. Thank you to Upgraded for being such a wonderful sponsor to the show. And thank you guys for listening. As I mentioned earlier, if you don't mind heading over to Apple, leave me up to that five-star review. Let me know what you think. Take a screenshot, share this over on social media. Next week, we're going to shift gears a little bit over back to nutrition and talk with Belinda Fetke on the nutritional guidelines. This was an absolutely mind-blowing podcast. I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy it. She was just an absolute delight to speak with, and I can't wait for you guys to hear that one. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and I will talk with you next time.